Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's show. You thought I forgot about you, didn't I? Uh, I didn't. Yeah, let's get into the show. Remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. You can find me on Facebook. Type in the Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, you can find me. Uh, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, or if you go to my Instagram and click the bio, you can find my Instagram. Not only will you find my Instagram, my YouTube through my Instagram in the bio, you can find all my other stuff as well. And then you can email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. Let's see. What did I do this week? I put out Walking with Jesus. Did you guys watch that? If you guys haven't watched Walking with Jesus, it's something I may start doing around town. I know I did the Cooking with Jesus, and I haven't done another cooking video, but the Walking with Jesus is more of like the one and only episode I did, I walked to, uh, I took the boys, the dogs, on their afternoon walk, and I took the baby with me. And I just show you what the trail that we go on looks like. Um, I kind of tell you where it is. I show you just a little, about, a little bit uh, of the trail and what we see every day. And I tell you about it. And it's a, it's a quick seven-minute video, like seven, seven and a half, maybe eight-minute minute video. Um, but it's like, hey, come take a walk with us. I thought it was kind of cool. And I've been talking to my brother Greg. If you guys haven't uh, checked out his stuff, you can find him, dude, dude with a crew. Let me make sure I get his Instagram stuff correct. Because I want to make sure that if I'm going to send you to his thing. Yeah, okay. So my brother's Instagram is at dude with a crew spelled D-O-O-D with W-I-T-H-A, the letter A, C-R-U. Dude with a crew. I was talking with him and he had told me like, yeah, just... uh. Like walk around town, show, show the goings-ons in Crown Point. And he's been telling me to do that for a while. And I was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. That seems kind of dumb. Um, but I, I, liked doing, I liked doing the, the walking with Jesus, the trail thing. So I might, I might be doing that a little more often. Because we do, we, you know, we live, we used to live close to the square. The other place we lived at. Now we live maybe about the same distance um, and everything's really close around here. So it's a lot of things are, are within walking distance. And I think it would be kind of cool to show off Crown Point. So if any of you are ever in town, you can go, oh, you know what? Let me go check this out. Or if you already live in town or the nearby cities and towns, maybe you can go, oh, why don't I stop over at... In Crown Point to go check out Boom because Jesus told me to. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, go check that out. And then there was something else I put out. Did I put out? I don't even know what I put out. I know I did the video. Fuck, I don't know what else. I've been... It's all been kind of a blur. Uh, but I want to... See, now it's bothering me because I don't even know what the fuck I did on my own fucking show, which kind of pisses me off. Oh, that's what I did. Okay, okay, okay. Now I remember. I first put out a clip of last week's episode. Then yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I put out Walking with Jesus, the, the walk with the trail, or the walk with the boys on the trail. And then today is the episode. So it kind of feels like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put out more content just because if I want, again, I was talking to my brother and he was telling me, and I realized if I want the show to continue to grow, I not only need to be consistent, but I have to put stuff out. That only makes sense. If you're only, only hearing from me on Wednesdays or Thursdays, depending on when I can put the show out and just kind of like, eh, like there's really no engagement. When I've seen that on my end, like when I'm following a show or I listen to a show, and that's the only thing I see, I kind of, I don't know, not unfollow, but I kind of stop being interested because then, I don't know, there's just, there's, there's not much engagement. I don't really know what's going on. My point is I'm trying to be better. So that's what I'm trying to do. I don't know if you guys have paid attention or noticed one of the things that I've realized when I see, so I follow different, you know, Instagram accounts and on ESPN, right? ESPN, ESPN and sports center. They'll, well, okay. So what caught my attention was the Laker, the Laker game, Lakers game against golden state. I think it was, the game they beat Golden State, right? Yeah, in LA. And they start showing, I don't know who's there. Like, I'm not even going to go through who was there because it doesn't matter. They were showing different celebrities, you know, musician, actors, athletes. And I thought to myself, oh, and I saw another post, I believe it was from sports center where it was one of the basketball players was having an interaction with their kid and the team the team's social media person was capturing that interaction but then in the background you can see just random fans filming it and i thought to myself that's odd that fans would want to film and relive an interaction with an athlete and their child. Like just to look on, like to look at it later. I don't know. I find that like super, super weird. Like at no point would I think to myself, oh, there's Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, wow. Oh, he's talking to his son or he's 
you know, talking to one of his kids. Oh, let, let me film this so I can watch this later or show other people. It's odd to me. It's weird. It's like when people at Disneyland or wherever, if there's fireworks and they start filming the fireworks, what for? Number one, you can find probably a better version of what you're filming on YouTube because somebody probably used a much better camera, not just from your phone or iPad when people have a fucking iPad and they're like this, it's like in the way and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Somebody probably used a really good camera. They put it on a tripod. They got a wide shot and it looks really good and they have some good audio and they put it together and you can find it on YouTube. So for people to put things like that on their, on their phone, it, it's, it's weird. So that was the first thing I saw. And then it was, you know, oh, this celebrity's here. Oh, this musician's here. Oh, this um, actor's here. And I thought to myself, why do, we, why do we care as a society? Who? Why do we care as a society that these celebrities are attending these events? These sporting events. Like, is it to make it like, oh, my goodness, Jack Nicholas Jack Nicholson is just like me. I like the Lakers and, and, and so does he. Yeah, we're we're like the same. No, I don't I I could care who the fuck is at the game. Show show me the game. I want to see the game. If there's a game that I'm tuning into or a sporting event that I'm tuning into, show me the sporting event. I want to see what's happening in the sporting event. I don't give three shits who's there because having, I don't know, having Will Ferrell at an LAFC game does nothing for me. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Oh, he's there. Cool. Okay. I, I don't give a shit. Fucking show me the game. Oh, Tom Cruise is at an LA Galaxy game. Cool. I don't, I could give three shits. Show me the game. And I don't, I mean, I, I can only assume that the reason why they show it is because people want to see it. But I think to myself, who wants to see that shit? I think that's just stupid. I believe at the end of the day, these celebrities, these famous people, are yes they're famous for what they do but also i mean do you do not think that they they enjoy things that you know we all enjoy <laughs> it's just kind of i don't know i i guess it's 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 just it's weird to me like oh tom cruise likes soccer and he goes and watches it live oh me too I I I I I I don't understand it, and I will never understand it. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys ever remember Toys R Us? Did you guys go to Toys R Us? What I would have gone to Toys R Us in the early nineties, mid nineties. Toys R Us was the shit. Fast forward to 
I went to Toys R Us. I mean, it had to have been. I was well over 21. Maybe it was like a friend's kid's birthday party and I went to go get a gift and I went to Toys R Us and Toys R Us sucked. It had a different feel. Maybe because there was, there was other places to get toys and stuff. I don't know. But Toys R Us in its heyday, that was the shit. They had, you know, the Nintendo, the Sega, Sega Genesis. And they'd have the console and they'd have the TV and, and you can pick a game you wanted to play. It didn't have many, but it normally, if I remember correctly, they had the newer titles on there. So you can go and play and you're like, oh, I want to go. Like it was a thing, like you'd go, we would go with our, you know, our mom, grandparents, and they'd be like, oh, we're going to look around, and we're like, oh, we're going to go play the Nintendo or the Sega. And if we weren't doing that, we were looking at the toys, and we're like, yo, these toys are legit. Now, I haven't paid attention to any of the toys that are out now. And I don't know if kids these days are like, yo, have you been to Target? Like, Target is the shit. They have quality toys. But, yeah, man, I was talking to Greg about it the other day, and I was like, man, Toys R Us, dope. It was, it was like walking in. It's what I would think, if heaven were real, I think that's what heaven would be. Because going in there, there was excitement. Like, we're going to Toys R Us. Fuck yeah. As a kid, like, hell yeah. You walk in and you're like, oh, you know the commercial we saw for that one toy? Let's try to find that one toy. Then you would go find it and you'd go, whoa, that's dope. I want the toy. Then, you know, we'd ask, you know, for the toy and we'd either get it or not get it. Or we were told yes or no. And there was that excitement and then... If it was a yes, then we'd, we'd, we'd get the toy and then it was, you know, in the anticipation of getting home and opening it up and playing with it. And oh my God, it was amazing. And then me and Greg started talking about Fedco. If you lived in Southern California, at least, that's where we grew up. There was a place called Fedco. And it was, if I remember correctly, it was kind of like a Walmart but yeah it was like a Walmart because it had a clothes section it had a food section had a bakery it had a deli it had electronics there was times where we you know we'd, we'd go to Fedco with mommy and poppy and they'd be buying the food excuse me, for the week or the month. It was like Costco. Costco, Walmart. But the moment we'd go in there, we'd say, we're going to go to the toy section. And we'd fuck off to the toy section and we'd, same thing, they had electronics, so they had Nintendo, Super Nintendo, they had the Sega Genesis, so we'd run off 
and we'd go play the games. And me and Greg were talking about it, and we were like, oh, remember that, like, middle of the year sale that they'd have in the parking lot? Like, you'd find all kinds of good stuff. Swim shorts, um, backpacks, soccer stuff, sports stuff. Um, I, I mean, I don't remember what the sale was called, but it could have been, like, the tent sale. That shit was dope. I, I, just, I just remember having really good memories about it. And then we started talking about also how when we would go to Kmart, same thing, like, I felt Kmart, anytime we would go, we'd be there for at least a fucking hour. And same thing, me and Greg would fuck off to, the, to go play the games. And then just now, like, I don't... I don't know. I th- I think I think for the most part it's because I'm an adult now. But I also don't see the things like they used to used to be. And I mean that that's just because I see things through an adult's eyes and not a kid's eyes anymore. I hope that Athanasios looks at things like that. Like, if I'm like, hey, bud, let's go here. He's like, hell yeah. Can I go, you know, do this? Like, yeah, sure, you can do yeah, you can do that. I think that'd be cool. But it just, I say it sucks because the places that we grew up aren't around anymore. But I say it sucks because, like I said, the places we grew up with aren't around anymore. But just because they're not around anymore doesn't mean that something hasn't taken its place. Something could have taken its place. I just don't know about it because I've never looked into that. I just hope that when Athanasios gets older, or at least old enough, that he can you know, be like, oh yeah, that's the... I want to go there because they have this and that. And it'd also be kind of cool if... You know, I'm just going to use Target as an example. If he goes, hey, Dad, can we go to Target? Because I want to go look at the toys. Like, I think it'd be fun to just be like, yeah, sure, let's go. Really no rhyme or reason. Just let's, let's go. You want to go look at toys? Let's go look at toys. I mean, I think, be, I think that would be cool and fun. Big news coming out of MLS in San Diego. San Diego is getting an MLS team for 2025. All right. Good job. I believe San Diego would be the 30th team in the league. I think, if I remember correctly. I think that's kind of cool. Hey. There's people outside and Apollo might bark. I hope he doesn't, but there's people walking by. And anytime pe- uh, people walk by, especially the dogs, the boys go completely insane and crazy. It's okay, buddy. The house is safe, thanks to you. So yeah, San Diego's getting an MLS team, 2025. That's going to be exciting. That would be cool if the stadium is downtown. Because then that would be that would be fun to 
have a layover for work. Hopefully pick up a long layover. And one of those long layovers, I can go watch a game. That would be dope. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think city. Think of cities where we stay downtown or that we stay that there's a soccer stadium close. Like real close. And off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Like the long Denver, we're downtown. The Rapids playing Commerce City, I believe. Uh, That's like a 30-minute drive. You're able to access these places. Like you can Uber there to and from. That's fine. But some of these cities we stay in, the downtown, the longer layovers. Like the baseball, basketball, football stadiums are maybe like a five-minute walk from where we stay. That is what I would like. That would be nice. I'm not saying that they're completely inaccessible. They are accessible. It just sucks to like, oh, well, now I have to go, you know, take an Uber 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. Like, it would just be nice to, you know, oh, even if it was 10 minutes away, that'd be nice. Trying to think, LA. We don't stay close. I mean, it's like 15 minutes away. I guess LA, our long LA, might be the closest to an MLS stadium. Anyways, I think it would be cool. And with the Galaxy eating so much shit this year, I think Galaxy fans. Now, a lot has to happen between now and 2025 when San Diego starts. But if the LA Galaxy are on the same trajectory that they're on now, which is sucking really bad, I think San Diego would give Galaxy fans who are fed up and haven't seen any movement in the front office or any kind of improvement in the team, I can see them starting to support San Diego. Because then you don't have to go, well, I'm not going to support LAFC because that's Chivas USA 2.0. And really, when people say it's Chivas USA 2.0, it's not. I know it's, you know, like it's a dig at them, but LAFC is such a different organization as opposed to Chivas USA just sucked all around. The front office, the product on the field. Uh, they couldn't get the coaches right. It was a fucking disaster. But I think having the San Diego team is definitely going to give frustrated LA Galaxy fans. Again, if there's no movement, if there's no improvement, um, I think it would give them an, an easy out to pull back from the Galaxy and start supporting another California team. Again, not LAFC, but San Diego. Also, I don't know how anybody in the front office hasn't gotten fired. I'm going I'm to say this. I don't know everything that's going on with the LA Galaxy because I don't follow the LA Galaxy like I used to. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, I follow the Galaxy at like a, a, a 1. 
I can name maybe four, maybe five players that's on, that are on the team. From 96 to maybe a year or two. No. From 96 to when AJ left. I can name you their starting 11. I can name you most of the subs. Um, I, can met, I can tell you who was in the front office. I knew a lot about the Galaxy. Uh, but now, you know, ever since they did AJ Dirty, I didn't care enough to learn. And now that I'm supporting them again because it, uh, AJ retired with them. But even now I'm just like, eh. like the product on the field is just so bad. I'm like, mm. so I don't know everything that's going on. I think it's just surprising that nobody in the front office has lost their job. That to me is wild, but yeah. So I have it in my show notes. I thought I talked about this last episode, but I don't think I did. And if I did, I'm sorry. I'm going to repeat myself. Last week, last week, last week, last week I was headed to uh, Honolulu from Houston. I'm on the plane. I'm sleeping because we got crew rest. So I'm sleeping. Have my AirPods in. All of a sudden I hear. You have a message from Alexandria Jacqueline, the dead nominator. I kind of wake up. Like, I didn't, I didn't open my eyes, but I'm like, I'm aware. And it says, one new message. And it says, Thanatos just bit somebody on the ass. And I went, huh? So I wake up, open my eyes. I get on my phone. I'm like, what's going on? So we have a chat, a group chat. Allie's mom and dad, Allie and myself, so it's the four of us. Allie goes into, some guy was running across the street, from across the street onto our side of the street. So again, we live right next to mom and dad. They're, as I'm sitting right here, they're to the right of us. Allie and her mom are on the front porch. Of their house, of mom, mom and dad's house. The boys are outside with them on the patio. And the baby's there too. So it's mom, Allie, the baby, and the boys. Allie didn't call her up the boys. They, they have their TINS device. Um, callers. Anytime we take them out. For the most part, anytime we take them out. They're off leash. Um... We have those on. Sorry, I have to text Allie. Um, so she didn't have them on. I guess we're having coffee over there. Some guy runs across the street. As he's running across the road, he gets to the sidewalk, and the boys go after him. Well, Allie said either, either Thanatos bit him or scratched him. And she grabbed the boys, put them in the house, went back to talk to the guy. He's like freaking out, rightfully so. And she said he just kept yelling at her. And she was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm trying to help you out. Like, how, how can I help you out? 
And he just, she said he seemed like he didn't know what to say. He was like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you did that. She's like, okay, well, let's get past that. Again, how can I help you? Do you, do you want me to get you, you know, a, a sterile, uh, you know, towel, something to, to, to wipe yourself, clean it off? Would you like me to call 911? Would you like me to, like, what it, do you want to go to the hospital, get checked out, and then send me the bill? Like, what, what is it that, that we're going to do here? I guess the guy, he just kept like, stupid fucking dogs, stupid fucking dogs. And Allie's trying to tell him like, okay, well, yeah, we're, we're past that. Again, I'm sorry that that happened. Now that it happened, let's, let's take care of this. So the guy, the guy just kept, you know, and then he said, he told Allie, Allie and her mom said, he kept saying, I hate your fucking dogs. And he can hate our dogs after that. But he kept saying, I've seen you guys with your dogs off, off leash. And I've always hated your fucking dogs. And I thought that was weird. Cause I was like, why would you hate our dogs? If you've had no interactions with them other than right now. So as I'm talking to Allie, I tell, I go, I think some people see other people having fun and they go, no, they're having too much fun. I don't have any fun in my life. Fuck them. Which is kind of, I believe what this country is kind of going through with some of these stupid laws that these Republicans are passing where they're like, Hmm, gay, gay people want to love who they want. Hmm. No, because I hate my wife and blah, 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 blah. Anyways. So it's these people that see other people having fun and they're like, no, if I'm not having fun, no one can have fun. So I told him, I said, that's odd that he hates the dogs. He doesn't know the dogs. And when Allie's mom saw the area in question, his butt, I don't know if it was like high butt, low butt, on the butt, but Allie's mom said, that the only thing it looked like was it, there was a red mark. There was no scratch marks. There was no teeth marks. She's like, it just looked red. And not like bright red, but it looked, it looked a little red. So he walks away. And then he comes back and Allie sees him on the phone. And she's like, oh, he's clearly calling the cops. So when the cops came back, or when the, so the cops showed up, the ambulance showed up. And apparently he was scratching himself vigorously enough that he was trying to make it bleed to make it look worse. Thankfully, the paramedics, when they looked at it, they, they told the cops, they're like, there's nothing there. He didn't get bit. They told, they told the cops that, and the cops told Allie. They said, uh, your dog didn't bite him. There's no, there's no teeth mark at all. No teeth marks. He could have scratched them. He, they said, but they're definitely 100%. No, he, he didn't get bit. But it does look like he was scratching himself. Like those look like self-inflicted wounds. So I thought that was kind of funny that this guy was trying to make something worse out of the situation. Uh, but, you know, people are cunts like that. 
And I guess he was telling the cops, like, he runs by our house all the time. And, and I was just, like, trying to rack my brain. I was like, I've never seen anybody run by the house. At least I've never seen anybody run by the house with the frequency to say, oh, that's the guy that runs by the house all the time. And Allie and her mom was like, we've never seen that guy ever, ever in our life. The other thing, why would you cross the street to a house that you see two dogs unleashed? That to me right there is already like that. The guy probably wanted to, that's like, kill me. Just, I want to, I want to get bit. I want to get bit. But one of the problems we have here in town is that there's many people that approach us from behind or even from the front. They see the dogs and they just approach us as if, like, I don't know, maybe because people will think like, oh, I'm a dog person. But for the most part, when I see, especially when I see a dog off the off leash, I'll cross the street. I won't come up from behind anybody because um, I'm thinking like I don't like I don't I don't I don't want to startle somebody I don't want to startle a dog. It's weird, but like I tell Ali, go. There's a lot of people that just like willy nilly, and there's been a couple times where the dogs they'll like, especially from behind, the dogs will jump and they'll bark at them, and they kind of almost go after them. I'm like, hey, 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 and the person's like, whoa, and I go, don't fucking come from behind. Are you stupid? Especially at night, don't do that. Are you? You clearly want to get bit. You clearly want to get bit because if you see. Especially a German Shepherd. Like they're they're reactive dogs. It it's it's weird. Even the other day on the trail, this guy was like coming coming in hot on us. And I noticed him because Thanatos was looking at him and I and I told him, I said, Hey, I said it loud so he can hear me. He's at least, I want to say maybe 12 feet from us. I said, Hey, my dogs aren't friendly. And he kept walking, and then I'm like, oh, does he have something in his ear? Like, maybe he's here, you know, listening to music. So I'm like, hey, and he looks at me and said, my dogs are not friendly. So he keeps coming closer, and then at one point, I send the dogs to go get something, you know, a bunny. I'm trying to tell the guy, I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't do that. Because then, like, their hair was standing up. And I go, I don't know if you saw, I said, but they're, they're, they're ready. They're ready to bite you. Cause they think you're a threat, not only to them, but to me. And he goes, well, you should have them on a leash. I said, you shouldn't be stupid in coming from behind. I told him, I said, you see that little area over there? I'm trying to get out of your way. Cause I understand that this trail is not my trail. This is not my personal trail. It's a shared trail. But if you give me a heads up, there's been people that are coming from behind. They go behind you. I turn around. Okay, thank you. I put the boys on my right side. I have the, the, the controls. I have them. The person passes. Everything's fine. But when somebody's just like, hey, surprise. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's odd. It's odd that people do that. And I don't want to get in a situation where dogs bite anybody. 
But I mean, if it happens, I'm like, you're the dumb fuck. But now, because of that whole situation, like when I'm on the trail, I'm like this now. I'm like, looking around, looking around, looking around. Which, I mean, I was very mindful before, but I'm hyper vigilant now. So, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about for the episode is... Um, do you, guys, do you guys know who Vinicius Jr. is? He's a professional soccer player. He plays for Real Madrid, and he's Brazilian. So he plays for Real Madrid, that's his club, and he plays for the Brazilian national team. He is a black man, and the reason why I mention the color of his skin is because this past weekend he was once again, the victim of racial abuse from Valencia fans. So I watched the clip. And at some point, some point in the game, the Valencia, player, the Valencia supporters, the fans in the stands, they, they yell something at him. And he gets visibly upset. To the point where he's like trying to tell the ref, like, and he's pointing at people in the crowd, like, them, you know, they said. And the ref's just kind of like, well, what do you want me to do about it? And I was telling Allie that I think at first, and this part is, 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 is my assumption. At first, it looks like when Vinicius is telling, even the opposed, he's telling the Valencia players, like he could be telling, telling them that's what they said. And at first they're like, oh, they look a little confused, like, oh. And then because he was so adamant about like, telling the ref, then it turns into like the Valencia players are, it seems like they're telling him, just get on with the game. And I've seen instances like that before where players have been racially abused and they're showing it. And the other team, I don't know if it's be, because it's their fans. I don't know if it's maybe it could be the other, you know, the opposing players are just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, they're, it, they, they could be telling the person receiving the racial abuse. Like they're just, they're just idiots. I don't know what they're telling them, but I don't like that it seems like the opposing players just normally tell the person being racially abused, like, nah, let's just get on with the game. Like, nah, man, like, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I've never been, I've never been called anything like that, especially in a, on, on a stage like that. I don't know how I would react. But, you know, even, I'm not saying now, but there's been some soccer correspondents who will say something to the effect of, you know, oh, you just got to let that roll off your back. Like, nah, man. I think that's one of the big problems why it keeps happening because people just expect the player to let it roll off their back. Like, nah. So that incident, that 
incident happened during the game. And then apparently another incident happened towards the end of the game. And there was a scuffle between the Valencia players and the Real Madrid players. And one of the Valencia players is choking like he has Vinicius Jr. in a headlock. The video is clear. Clear as day. And the ref goes and he looks at the review because as Vinny Jr. is getting choked out, he's trying to get the guy off him. And when he finally does, he puts his hand in the guy's face. And the Valencia player, you know, covers his face and he's rolling around on the ground as if he just, you know, got murdered. Well, no, I shouldn't say murder because if you, you get murdered, then you don't move. Uh, he's rolling around as if he just got um, viciously assaulted, which he didn't. So the ref goes and looks at the, at the VAR and he gives Vinny Jr. a red card. Insane. After the game, I don't know if it was that day or the next day, Vinicius Jr. shared a video. I don't know who put it together, but it was a video of all the racial abuse. Well, I shouldn't say all. A lot of the racial abuse that he's experienced, I think just this season or within the last couple seasons, uh, one of them is an, uh, on an overpass. There's his name and they have a black mannequin and there's a noose around his neck hanging. Uh, going into the team hotel, people are yelling monkey at him. On the sidelines, people are yelling the word, you know, the N-word at him. Insane. And it's crazy because he's brought these, not just him, other players have brought these issues to La Liga where they're like, hey man, like this shit's getting out of control. And La Liga hasn't done shit. Um... The only thing, I think because it's gotten picked up by different news outlets and, you know, so many people have shared the video, I think La Liga felt pressured to like, oh shit, now we have to do something, which, good. They rescinded his red card. I think they fined Valencia. Not only did they find them uh, a money amount, but I think they also told them they can't have fans in that section for I think like three or four games. It might be five, but I'm not sure about that. I think these fines to these clubs should be hefty. I mean hefty. A couple million. Like, oh, there was racial abuse from your fans? Oh, there's proof? Cool. Five million dollars. That's your fine. Oh, and... For the next game, you can't have fans in that section. Happens again? Cool. I don't know. Instead of $5 million, $7 million. Now, let's ban those fans for four games. Now you can't have fans in that section for four games. It happens again? $10 million fine. 
No supporters in that section for 10 games. Now it's even more. And guess what? You're losing eight points in the table. So you were number one, two, three. Now you're like 17th. Like, leagues have to definitely protect these players. And as a league, if you're saying, "Mm, we don't like racism, but you're letting the fans across your fucking country racially abuse players, if there's no punishment for what you say is bad, they're going to continue to fucking do it. And it's, it's, it's gross. I mean, I said it before and I'll, I'll say it again. It's this utterly disgusting tra- Like I won't even call these people humans. These people that look at another person and insult them, judge them are mean to them because of the color of their skin. Those racist piece of shits are, are, are lower than dirt. Like go go fuck yourself. Like it it's it's gross. Yeah, it's I want to keep going, but I'm just gonna get more angry. Um yeah, it's it's just disgusting. Like this this shit shouldn't be happening. In the in 2023, it's it's fucking insane. But I mean there's a lot of stupid shit happening nowadays that it's mind boggling. It's crazy. J- j- being being a nice human being, being a nice person doesn't cost you anything. Doesn't cost you anything. And with that, I'll leave you. Uh, guys, thank you again for um, watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And I'll see you next week.